Short ball, grab and boost, back and forth, scarcely pass squarely. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. The time has come. We are here for the first episode from the Australian studio with our guest Mags for the first match of the Wrestling Ashes. It's game on between the Aussies and the Brits on who can take this title away. This is match one. There have been some slight changes to the teams and it has come down to a one-on-one as the teams of three have changed, dropped off, gone down like flies. So tonight, or morning where Mags is, it is one-on-one. It is myself, BJ, versus Mags. Let's do this. Mags, how's it going? I am excited to do this. Uh, Yeah, you couldn't have said it any better. We had a a team organised. We had rules in place and laughers as literally hit us for six to coin a, a cricket face and yeah it's it's knocked out four of our teams it's even knocked out the 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 12th man that we had so yeah me and me and bj are going to take each other on one or one on one mano in mano to see who goes into uh the second test with the upper hand yes and we do have two teammates that are yet to wake up <laughs> because obviously they're in the US. So for me, it's um, 10.24 at night. For you, Megs, obviously, it's... What time is it over there? 12.24. 12.24. And we've got... Th- Your American is Mike B. Bebe. It is. It's just after six for him. I've got Kevin Carroll from Wrestling Reverb. It's just hitting after seven. So they will join us when they wake up. All right. Now, if I open that up, uh, how do I do this? Where's Skype? All right. Now, just to make this fair, if we share screen. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, you mean the camera? Let me switch on, yeah. my, switch on. on my camera. There right, I am. Look at that ugly mug. <laughs> Horrific. I can say not so much the camera, but so you can actually see the screen on my phone. Is it share screen that I want? Uh, I would assume so. What is it you're trying to share? The rules. Uh, stop broadcast. Uh, what is this doing? Screen recording. I have no idea what you're actually doing. I think if you I click on no if you click on the three dots in the corner, uh, and then the share screen is the top one. Yeah, see, I've got share screen is down the bottom. It says add people, send a heart, share screen. All right, you're recording on your phone. Yeah. All right, uh, man's on a on my laptop, so I have like the the microphone, the camera, and the the end call and then I've got like a flashing heart and then uh, you've got like three dots for like a menu and the, 
the top one is share screen. What? So what is it you're actually looking to share? Basically, just so you can see what I can see on my phone. Okay. And for what's what's for what for what aim? I have got an app open on my phone called Coin Toss or Coin Flip. All right. Okay. Okay. I mean, I I trust you. I mean, I don't. I, I shouldn't really because you are uh, <laughs> a cheating Australian. Uh, but if you want to flip your coin uh, and uh, let's play the honor system, I think. Um, so you do the flip. I'll call being the the away team. I'll call it. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I can always flip an actual coin, but I don't have one. <laughs> You could actually see Australian money. I mean, we could flip a spoon, but I think the weight of it would sort of make it biased. Uh, Alright. So. Uh, I'm trying to think. Give me two seconds. I somehow recorded Skype because it said share screen or whatever it said. And it started <laughs> recording my Skype. Oh, there's a 20 cent coin. I used to referee soccer, so I have plenty <laughs> of practice at coin flipping. All right. Now, if I do this and uh, allow video, you can now see my ugly mug. Let I me mean, we could have just done we could have just done rock paper scissors. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right. Although in saying that, phone delay could have if I can see you before whatever. All right. Let's put my fake glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We have the coin. All right. Pro- Professor BJ. All right. So it's if you can see that it is on heads. Okay. And you've got tails. Uh, that's very true. Go if for it. Can, I don't know how clear that is. I could, I could see the head, so I can, I could make it out. Yeah. I don't know what just happened. There we are. Right. So, ooh, what I'm going to do? That's the head. I'm going to put, put this on the finger here. <laughs> Watch it hit that fan. It'd be brilliant if it hit that fan. <laughs> uh, the fan is about. Hold on. If I stand off. This is how close my head is to the fan. Jesus Christ. Mind, I'm standing on a mattress and wow. I'm, I'm about six foot one or 188 centimeters. All right, so let's flip this coin. You call it heads or tails? Heads. All uh, right, let's try and flip this again so it can actually land and not <laughs> on my body. All right, so you're going heads? I'm going heads. All right, let's see. It is. Can you see it? Yep. Yeah, so that is landed on the platypus, which is tails. It Flip is. Flip it over and then your heads. All right, so where's my booklet? I will. Is that even the right booklet? <laughs> Wait, yep. Do you want to go into bat first, though? No, I will send you into bats. Oh, Jesus Christ. Go for uh, it. 
bef just before we start um, going over the questions, uh, I just want to give a quick uh, rundown of the rules for, for the listeners. Um, as we've explained, this is a test series uh, very akin to the Ashes uh, in cricket. We're going to be having five matches uh, spread over five different episodes. Uh, each, um, each match is going to have two innings per team uh, and an inning is it, it basically is 10 wickets which which are wrong answers and you can the, each team can score a maximum of 20 runs which would be 20 correct answers so potentially there's 29 uh, possible questions per innings per team uh, the winner is obviously the one who who has the most runs or correct answers over those two innings um when we, when we've got more than one team member it's uh each team member is going to uh ask questions alternatively uh in groups of six which is like a cricket over uh where they have six balls uh and literally the the questions will be answered in team format so it's not like it'll just be directed at one person anyone out of the team can answer so i mean i went through it a little bit convoluted but it's just a quick rundown of of how this is going to go i'm sure the listeners will will quickly pick it up when we when we start now yeah exactly and for those that come from um england or australia It'll be pretty easy to work out the rules if you understand cricket. Obviously, for those listeners of ours in the USA, it may be a little bit more difficult. But as Mag said, you'll understand it as we go through it. All right. So, unfortunately, of my, what should I say, I had 33. I had... My first question, which I don't have the answer to because I wrote the question down and then I went looking for the answer and I even watched the episode of what I wanted the answer for. <laughs> they did not advertise the answer. And I'm like, oh, dear Lord. So I'm going to have to start off with question two. Okay. Have you got a, an alternative for question one, though? Or do I just get a free point? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've got, what did I say, 30... I've got 33 questions written down, but only 32 answers. Oh, right, okay. So we'll go for the second question on my list. Michael Cole is known for what instrument? Oof. I, I, I know you said in the group chat that you they were going to be difficult, but I didn't think they were going to be this difficult. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the violin. The violin? No. Well, after we record these episodes and I drop my um, episode, next episode of Mining for Mayhem, I was thinking the, along the lines of how difficult I wanted my questions because I thought I remembered a quiz that you and Paul did and I thought, I know where the questions Mags is going <laughs> to go for. And I'm like, crap. And I said it on the episode and Ditz is like, you should not have said that. You've just given your kryptonite away on a podcast. And like, it's all right. We recorded two episodes before it gets released. And then, all right. So Michael Cole is known for what instrument? And that instrument is the gong. Yeah, I understand now. Uh, fair play. <laughs> if that's how you want to play it, playing dirty, we will do typical, <laughs> typical Australians playing dirty tactics. 
I was expecting the same from you. I thought he's going to go with my kryptonite, so I'm going to go go with his kryptonite. And just to point this out, not all my questions come from that era. I've got sort of a variety of questions, sort of. I don't think I've gone for anything pre-90s, maybe pre-2000s a bit, but anything 90, well, actually, I think the earliest I've gone is 93, if my memory serves me correct. Um, All right, so I've scored my first wicket. For a duck. (laughs) A golden duck. Yes. All right. So you were so stressing that will 120 questions be enough? And I'm like, (laughs) like like you can answer 20 correct questions. (laughs) Exactly. I'll be lucky to get on the board, to be fair. (laughs) All right, in 2010... Jerry Lawler received what from the Raw GM for his birthday? This is literally smack dab in the middle of when I was not watching wrestling <laughs> at all. Um, this is when I got back into it. Like This was about a year after I got back into it. Knowing the Raw GM, I'm going to go with he got fired. Oh, he actually received a WWE championship match in 2010 for his birthday. And it was his first championship match ever. (laughs) It was against The Miz in a TLC match. And the only reason he lost is because he got pulled off a ladder by Michael Cole. And that's what started that feud. I would have not got that. You could have given me 10 guesses at that answer and I wouldn't have got that (laughs) off. Owen oh, 2. Owen oh, 2. So we're going for the hat trick. All right. Which three members of the roster were a part of the inaugural episode of the broadcast team for NXT? Your face has just got this look of bewilderment, absolute bewilderment. Uh, I'm gonna go with Percy Watson, Nigel McGuinness, and I'm gonna go with Tom Phillips. Okay, so of those three, you actually got. Incorrect, a total of three. <laughs> Shock. So Percy Watson wasn't actually in the WWE. Nigel McGuinness, I believe, at the time was still at um, Ring of Honor, and I don't think Tom Phillips was in the WWE at the time either. So the host. This was a two-man booth, by the way. The host was Matt Stryker. And I, rem- I remember team. him being there, yeah. The announced team was Josh Matthews and Michael Cole. Fair play. I, I, I would have eventually got to him, but I'd have needed about three or four guesses. <laughs> All right, let me just keep tally of this, of what ones you're getting right and where my strikes are. Uh... All right, what is Foley's actual... Full name. Oh, 
just to get off NXT for you. <laughs> I'm sure he's called Jack Fawler. I'm going to go with Jack Fawler. I think it was called Mick because that was his dad. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jack Fawler. Probably actually Jack Michael Fawler. So we're going with Jack Michael Foley? Yeah, I will. I, I don't know if I should have thrown that caveat in, but yeah, we'll go with Jack Michael Foley. He's hit the ball. It's gone up. It's come down and it is caught. It is oh. Michael Francis Foley. Wow. And it must be, I, I just remember like when he first started in WWE, uh, before he even went to WCW, he, he did a character called Jack Foley. And it must have been his dad who was called Jack then, I would assume. So, mm. yeah, doing well so far. Zero and four. All right. What was the last singles championship held by Goldust? Hmm. It's been a long-ass time since he held a title as well. I'm going to... I know he was Intercontinental Champion, obviously multiple-time Tag Champion. I'm going to go with Hardcore. I think it was Hardcore Champion. All right. According to WWE, the last title that Goldust held and they recognize was in 2010, I think, around that era. And it was the Million Dollar Championship. Okay, fair enough. That's I didn't know that was still around. Well, it was brought back in 2010, 2011, around that era, when he was feuding with Ted DiBiase Jr. Yeah. And he was, at the time, dating Maurice. And it was that whole stalking storyline, and then just out of the blue, Goldust appeared. Yeah, yeah, uh... Fair enough. That's what five, five shots, five wickets. <laughs> and you thought you could get twenty, right? right let's, <laughs> I was definitely play. not confident in my abilities. All right. So this answer requires a number, and you've got a ten plus minus leeway on this. JBL's WWE Championship reign lasted how long? Mm. It was the longest. It was the longest WWE champion in SmackDown history. I remember him saying that quite a lot. Uh, Until I, it was broken by AJ Styles. Yeah, uh, I don't. It definitely didn't go anywhere too close to a year. So I'm going to go with two hundred and forty days. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. All right. JBL's WWE Championship reign lasted. I said you needed to be either 10 higher or lower. 280 days. Do, do you know the first number? What was it made? 280. And, I, <laughs> and I, I, took, I took off because I thought that's a bit too much. Wow. Wow, I'm, I am kicking myself. <laughs> so that's that's with your first over, you've got six wickets out of six. 
Yeah. All right. So that's the first over done and dusted. Let's swap ends and I go to the other end of the MCG. All right. Let's see. This one, I have a feeling you're going to get on the board with, even though it was in the era you didn't watch. In 2010, which Raw superstar cashed in their Money in the Bank briefcase on SmackDown to become the world heavyweight champion? In 2010. Uh... I can just hear those listeners screaming out the answer right now. I'm... I'm going to say Cena, John Cena. It's going to be Edge. So, interesting story. John Cena was the current WWE champion at the time, and this guy almost cashed in on Cena the Raw before. Then he went to SmackDown, where Edge was feuding with the world heavyweight champion at the time, Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho lost his championship that night because of a spear by Edge to Jack Swagger. I wouldn't have got it. Uh, seven and all. I'm, I'm doing England a disservice here. <laughs> uh, let's avoid the... All right. Here's one you might be able to guess. Who was the <laughs> last ever... ECW champion. Hmm. Why am I thinking Lashley? Why? No, I don't think it is Lashley. I thought that when I was trying to look up who it was, because I had I had the question in my head, I wrote it down, then I had the answer in my head, and I went looking for it, and I'm like, it's not Lashley, but it's... Is it Ezekiel Jackson? We have our first run. Wow. I, I didn't know whether he was the one who lost it the last or if he was the last champion. Uh, yeah, is it, I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, and to be fair, he does look a little bit like Bobby Lashley. So there is. <laughs> he won it in an ECW match on the final episode of ECW mm-hmm. off the longest reigning ECW champion of the new era. To who, which at the time was Christian, yeah. which I was surprised that Christian lost it that night. It didn't seem to make sense that they had a title change on the last ever episode. Yeah, when does WWE or WECW ever make sense? To be fair, though, so we're off the board. One and is it one and seven or one and six so far? It's one and seven. One. <laughs> wow, that's horrific. Two, three, four. <laughs> Four, five, six, seven. So yeah, one and seven. All right. How's your current knowledge on the current NXT? It's it, you. It, I I watch the show. I watch it religiously, but I just, it doesn't mean that I'll, uh, I'll get the question right because I'm I'm it's, I just don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just have no way of like keeping knowledge in. I think. Do you follow wrestling Twitter? Uh, wrestlers, not so much. Some. Uh, 
Uh, but I, I am an active member of Wrestling Twitter, so it might be stuff I've heard on, on the grapevine. Well, let's just hope you don't follow me too deeply on Twitter. <laughs> if you do, you'll know the answer to this one. But this is probably one of the hardest answers of the 33 I've got written down. Brilliant. Which, and I can almost guarantee outside of Australia, no one will know this answer unless they know NXT and its PC, also known as the Performance Centre. Which former Australian rugby league player transitioned this year into wrestling and is currently signed by WWE training at the Performance Centre? Uh... Jonah Rock. No, I feel like I should know that name. But this guy is known as the Samoan Ghost. He, I don't think he has direct ties to The Rock. But I'm assuming no. there's some connection there. But he's played rugby union. He's played rugby league. You use this word in your podcast a lot. I thought... Because it, I thought it was pronounced Vido, but apparently his last name is Vito, spelt V-I-D-O-T. Daniel Vito. Okay, no, I, I, I would not have got that. Uh, the only Australian I, I thought that was there was, I think Bronson Reed is Australian. I think. Bronson's made his TV debut. I don't think Daniel Vito has, but he's no. been all over Australian media. Mm-hmm. He had an in-ring segment with Sami Zayn at WWE Live Brisbane. Yeah. And maybe in Sydney. All right, so you're one for eight. <laughs> wow. All right, let's go back to page two. Who has had the most WWE championship reigns? It's got to be seen, surely, because it is, it's touching on Ric Flair's record. I would have been tempted to say Edge, but I think a lot of his were World Heavyweight title runs. Uh, Triple H has got to be pretty much up there and then there's obviously Randy Orton again but I think he's had a couple of w, uh, World Heavyweight title runs I'm going to go I'm going to go with Cena Do you have a number by any chance? Just out of curiosity I think he's is he one beyond Ric Flair I think he might be on something like 15. So his world championship reign, which is everything he's held, of like main titles, is 16 tied with Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. You are correct with John Cena, so you'll get the point for that, or run, I should say. So you're two for eight. Clawing it back slowly. The, he's held the WWE championship 13 times. Wow. All right. Which male superstar was the first to hold the women's knockout championships? Which male? 
So knockouts being from Impact Wrestling or yeah. TNA? Uh, I'm not a big and follower <laughs> of... Come on, mates, get this wrong. <laughs> I'm not a big follower of TNA, to be fair. Uh, oh, that makes me so happy. But I'm going to say... I'm, I'm looking at maybe like comedy style wrestlers around that time. Let's go with Eric Young. Oh, crap. Is it right? Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> First girl as well. His tag team partner was ODB. Mm-hmm. I, I just did re- not think you'd get that. Three I, for eight. See, I might need these 20, 20 runs. You never know. Old man Mags's memory is kicking in. All right, let's go old school. Which oh, pulling out the dirty tricks again. Which city outside of New York first had... So when Raw first started, every episode was produced at New York, mainly in the Manhattan ballroom. Mm-hmm. When it left New York, which city first hosted Monday Night Raw? Right. The, if the, I mean, I don't know the answer off the top of my head, but thinking of like the big wrestling cities, you've got the likes of Chicago, you've got LA, you've got Hartford. Um, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. If you can at least give me the state, I will give you the point because I'd be actually quite impressed if you can give me the city. Uh, for some reason, I'm thinking Connecticut. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go with Connecticut. All right. So the city is known as Bushkill. Never, never heard of that. <laughs> Neither have I, but it is located in Pennsylvania. Fair enough. I would not have got that uh, big pause on a pub. JPQ will be absolutely shouting at me for that right now. Mm. Yes, I'm glad that I'm the one asking these questions. (laughs) Most of these I wouldn't know. A few of them I would have. All right. This might be a bit of an easy one. You're three for nine. I need one more. Do I want to throw a fast paced or a spinner at you? What am I going to bowl? All right, let's go with this one. January 8, 2013. The Big Show and Alberto Del Rio competed for the big gold belt. But what was the stipulation of the match? It was on SmackDown. This is going to be a lit. I have not got the foggiest clue, so it's going to be a literal stab in the dark. I'm going to go with a, a last man standing match. Wow. Oh, wow. That's impressive. All right, so what are we at? Four for nine. 
Yes, I didn't know. I didn't know whether you were like playing possum then and, and saying that I was clean bold. Oh, I need one more wicket. It was on SmackDown. <laughs> Big Show was the champion, and that's when Del Rio won it off of him in a last man standing match. All right, come on. I've got. In which city was Impact or TNA founded? Who I'm gonna go with Nash. It's gonna yeah, go with Nashville. It's a hard one, but an easy one at the same time. Yeah, I'm going with Nashville. I think uh, it's it's a, a Jeff Jarrett and Jerry Jarrett kind of thing there, Tennessee guys. I'm gonna go with Nashville. Mm. Well, I was thinking of Dixie. When I think of TNA, I think of Dixie Carter. Yeah, I, I don't think she was involved at the beginning. Uh, I, think her, I think her. I think. Yeah, I think her. A dad owns a company called Panda Energy, and they like bought into it. But I think she's still another a Tennessee girl. So what are we at now? Five for nine. Five for nine. It's almost respectable. Uh, yeah. Come on, I got a bowl, a good one. All right. After John Laurinaitis was fired, who was the next full-time Raw general manager? Hmm. I remember him getting fired. Because uh... after that, I think it was about three months of just former general managers coming back to do a week of Raw and SmackDown. So, for instance... Teddy Long might have hosted Raw and SmackDown for a week, and then after that, they did someone else for a week. Um, but the next full-time general manager of Monday Night Raw was... Mick Fawley. No, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. The next full-time general manager of Monday Night Raw was AJ Lee. I would not have got that. I could have probably took about 15 guesses. You can tell the, the areas that I was definitely not watching. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's you bowled out in the first innings for five for 10. Five for 10. So Australia come out to bat. Now, I've gone a different kind of um, route with my questions. I've, I've actually put them all into sections uh, and I've given them, I've given them uh, cricket-like style headings. Uh, and each, each, each over is um, around one certain subject. Uh, so we'll go for the first one, which is entitled Hit for Six. And this is about the six-time RC champion, Rob Van Dam. So you've got six questions on Rob Van Dam. Are you ready? <laughs> Hopefully. Like, I grew up in, I think, 2002, back when I was 13. I was a massive fan of Rob Van Dam back then. Okay. But obviously, I still had the Hurricane and Jeff Hardy. That was the style of wrestling I was into. Rap, so I can't say I know too much of his history, other than maybe with Kane, but even that's stretching it a bit. 
Well, so let's, let's just see then. Let's just see how well you do. Uh, first ball coming in. Number one. What is Rob Van Dam's real name? Uh, I feel like I should know this as well. I've looked this up too. Oh, bloody hell. I do not have an answer to that. Is that a, is that a wicket? That is a straight-up clean ball. His real name is Rob Zatowski. Oh, I should have known that. Okay. So, ball number two, Jimmy Anderson racing up to the crease. Rob Van Dam has been a co-holder of the tag team titles in the WWE with three different uh, partners. Name two of them three. Okay, one of them was Kane. Okay. I know that for a fact because I remember they were a big tag team and... RVD was Kane's last tag team partner before he turned heel in a match with Triple H where it was a non-masking match. Uh, who was he? There was... Jeff Hardy? Is that your answer? Yeah. That's another wicket. That's two for no runs. The actual answer was his partners were Rey Mysterio, Kane, and Booker T. I don't think I knew about the Booker T one, but I remember Rey Mysterio. I remember he was in a championship match. I think it was like TLC4 or something Mm -hmm. where they had a fatal four-way TLC match and he teamed up with Je- um, Jeff Hardy against Christian and Tyson Tomko and there was the Dudley boys and or maybe it was a triple threat match as well so let's go to bowl number three let's see if I can get a hat trick um, Rob Van Dam is famous for being a member of the original ECW brand uh, before they they were bought out by the WWE but how many times was he the world champion in the pre-WWE era of ECW? So, when, hold on. How many times was he champion in ECW before it became a part of WWE? Correct. Four? Nope, that's a hat trick. It was The answer's actually zero. He was never... ECW champion. He was only ECW champion once when it was part of the WWE. Yeah. It was known more for being in the television title uh, scene. So, question four. After winning the WWE title and being awarded the WWE ECW title, Rob Van Dam lost that WWE title to who? Four 
for a little for a little bit of context, I'll I'll tell you a bit of the backstory. Uh, he'd obviously won the the WWE title and then was given the ECW title by uh, by Paul Heyman, but he was uh, arrested for uh, possession of marijuana with with uh, Sabu. So he was basically forced that he was going to be dropping both the titles. So who did he drop the EC the WWE title to? I'm trying to think of who it was. I've got two answers. I just can't work out which way I want to swing. Do I want to do a hook drive or do I want to <laughs> hit it straight down the middle? Do I hook and go for edge or do I... No, I'll go straight down the middle and I'll go John Cena. Oh, that's four wickets down and zero on the board. You should you should have uh, hooked it because it was actually Edge, and it was in a triple threat match that included John Cena. So I remember vaguely that story, that era, because I remember I started watching ECW on the network. So question five: What was the first title that RVD held? in his run in the WWE. All right, wasn't it ECW, wasn't WWE? I've got two answers here and I can't work out. I'm trying to work out which one. I... Oh. Am I going to take it safe and go for the IC title or am I going to hit it hard and <coughs> hit it for six? You know what? Screw it. Let's hit it hard and go for six. Let's go for the hardcore title. You're on the board. You've scored it. Yeah, correct. He beat Jeff Hardy for the title. So it's now one run for four wickets. <laughs> <laughs> so, the last one in this over... Uh, RVD first won the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Oh, I haven't even got the answer. I'm going to have to look for the answer on this one. Uh, he beat William Regal. Which WrestleMania was it? I can't believe I haven't wrote the answer then. What an idiot. Okay. I've got a vague idea of what year it was, so I just need to try and work out what WrestleMania was that year. So if WrestleMania 25 was 2009. 24 was 08. 23 was 07. 22 was 06. 05 was 21. 04 was 20. 03 was... 19. 2000 was WrestleMania 2000. So 18 and 17 would have been 02 and 01. I'm going to go with WrestleMania 19. Oh, so close, but that is a fifth wicket down. It was WrestleMania 18. Oh. I, I was knew it was either 02 or 03. Or yeah. 04. I had it somewhere I, in that era. 
I thought you had it. I really, really did think you had it. Uh, unlucky there. So next topic. So you are five wickets down for one run. Uh, the next topic I'm going to go with is I'm going to go with last wicket standing, which the the actual subject of the topic is ro- the Royal Rumble. Mm. All so, right. I have a chance now. Well, we'll see. We will see. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, Question one. Who are the two wrestlers who have won back-to-back Royal Rumbles? All right. So, Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold. Ooh. You've nicked it. Straight to the slips, and you've been caught. It was Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan. Oh. So that's six wickets down for one. Um, question two. Of all the wrestlers who have had multiple Royal Rumble victories, so they've won it more than one time, who had the biggest gap between victories? So who took the longest time from one victory to the next the next time that they won it? Oh god, I know the answer to this, but the problem is there's two possible answers. Mm-hmm. Um there's I'm just trying to work out who won it when and what year. Actually, hold on. So who's won it multiple times after the year two thousand? You've got John Cena who won oh eight and I think it was fourteen or thirteen, so it's not him. It's not Randy Orton. It's not Batista. I'm going to go with Triple H. Oh, good, 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 good attempt, but you've just you've just been bold. It was Batista. He won it in oh. two thousand. He won it in two thousand and five, and then he next won it in two thousand and fourteen. A gap of nine years. Oh, what was Triple H's rank? Um. I haven't got it wrote down. I know there was, uh, the, I think John Cena was five. I think Triple H, I think he was maybe two or three years gap. Um, let's get into the next question. Are you looking it up by any chance? Yeah. So <laughs> Triple H won the Royal Rumble in 2016. I'm... What do they call when they hold the tee up? They're sending it to the video referee. Royal <laughs> Rumble. Two thousand and two and two thousand and sixteen. Did he not win it in between? You no. May have, you may have got that then. Uh, let me just fact check. I can send you the screenshot. I've got a, I've got a list of them anyway. Uh, I can work out how to do it. No, I've got the list. Uh, yep, yeah, twenty. Yep, yeah, you are you have you have you are correct. You've gone to the uh, you've gone to the umpire there, and you've rescued that <laughs> wicket. Uh, and you you've picked up a couple of bars, so you're now on. Six wickets for two. Good, good use. Good use of your your uh, question of the umpire there. 
So, next question. How many times has the Royal Rumble not been the main event of the Royal Rumble pay-per-view? Ah, bloody hell. Um, it's main event in most years. Mm-hmm. And I'd say... Pr- trying to think when it didn't main event I'm going to go with two you are way off that's definitely a seventh wicket down the answer is actually seven Uh, 88 96 97 98 uh, 2006 2013 and 2018 Um, so seven wickets down for, for two runs going into the I mean, I can actually, if I get all these wickets, I can clear you out in this in this over. Um, question four. In the first ever Women's Royal Rumble, who were entrants number one and number two? Okay, I can answer this confidently and say it was Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. Correct. You have got three runs now. So, question five. In the 2019 Women's Royal Rumble, who had the most eliminations? 2019 Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, um... Becky Lynch came last. Charlotte was the Iron Woman. Was it Nia Jax? You should have gone with your gut then, and Charlotte was the was the Iron Woman. It's because she also eliminated the most people. She eliminated five people. Wow. So that is wicket number eight down. Last question in this over. Chris Jericho has the longest collective time spent in the Royal Rumble over his career. With a leeway of 10 minutes, what is his total time? Uh, That's right. I remember he's been the longest one. With a leeway of 10 minutes, what is his time? The record for any individual, I believe... Are we counting the greatest Royal Rumble statistics in this? This is just the the statistics of being in the Royal Rumble. I don't think anyone counts the the greatest Royal Rumble as anything in to do with canon. All right. Except for the greatest Royal Rumble moment was Titus Welp slide. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're right. So Rey Mysterio held the record for a while, and then Chris Jericho actually broke it a couple of years ago with an hour. So that would put him three hours, 15 minutes. Way off. Way off. That's a ninth wicket down. His record is actually four hours and 56 minutes, almost five hours of in-ring time. Yeah, he's uh, he's been a beast in the... Uh, 
in the Royal Rumble. So the next over I'm going to go with, I think we'll go with stroke it to the boundary. Uh, and this one, it may not be in your wheelhouse, to be fair. It's a... Uh, it's about the four-time Intercontinental Champion, Razor Ramon. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done for. <laughs> I mean, the first one's relatively easy. I mean, it's you, sh- you might be able to work it out. Um, what year was Razor Ramon inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? Oh, crap. Um, I know it's after 2010. Trying to work out if it was before or after 2015. It wasn't in the last two years. I'm going to... Wait, I'm... It wasn't 2014, because that was WrestleMania 30. I'm trying to think it was pre-WrestleMania 30. So, 2014, 30 was 2012. Do you know, I've, I fully respect the fact that you sat there and worked all that out, but the one thing you did is you ruled out the correct year almost straight away. It was 2014. So you have been clean, bold, 10 wickets for three runs. Because the one thing I remember about WrestleMania 30, which was 2014, was that was the year the Ultimate Warrior got inducted. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Razor Ramon, I think he's been inducted twice. He's been inducted as Razor Ramon and as part of the NWO, I think. I, can say, I didn't think that NWI was inducted yet. Oh, it may not be, but it, um, it's, it's either way you got it wrong. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so going into the second leg, I've got uh, the second innings. I've got a two-run lead. Um, so let's let's go for it. All right. So let's write this down. England innings. Where am I writing this? Messy tonight. Two. All right. Let's start here. Who was the first? FCW champion. Oh. Hmm. Now, FCW. I know that Seth Rollins was champion at FCW. I don't know if he was the first. Uh, I don't think it lasted quite long before it was took over as as developmental by basically NXT. But I'm struggling to think of anyone else who held that that title. I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. No. So, 
NXT took over FCW as developmental in 2012, I believe. Mm-hmm. FCW was founded by Steve Kern in 2007. But it's <laughs> always been a part of WWE developmental. Because I know William Regal's been a commentator down there. Mm-hmm. If you watch it on, I think it's on YouTube, if you watch FCW, you can see all the WWE posters. But the first ever FCW champion goes by the name of Jake Hager. Oh, I've won Jack Swagger and now back yeah. Jake Hager. So, good start again, starting as I mean to go on with a loss of a wicket. Mm. All right, so Yoshi Tatsu debuted on which WWE show? Ooh, and I know he was on SmackDown a lot because he was with uh, Shaw Fanaka as who was SmackDown's number one announcer. But I've got a feeling it was it didn't debut on that. I've got a feeling he debuted on ECW. So I'm going to go with ECW. So officially in the second innings, England is one for one, making their total six for one. Or, yes, I think. Six for 11. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him being part of uh, the Teddy Long's new wrestler initiative whilst being at ECW. I think he also brought in someone like Kofi Kingston. He brought in some really big wrestling names whilst uh, yeah. general manager of ECW. Yeah. All right. Who has the most championship reigns of the Ring of Honor championship? I am not Google. I know I've, I've watched a lot of Ring of Honor I'm not a massive like, Honor Club kind of person um, just trying to think of multi-time champions I think Adam Cole has been a three-time champion Kevin Steen has been a two-time I think uh, Sami Zayn has been champion there. Uh, I think Kyle O'Reilly's even been a, at least a couple of times champion. But I'm gonna. I think Punk was two times champion. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Adam Cole. Mike B. Baby would be proud because the most championship reigns in Ring of Honor is the current NXT Championship. Adam Cole, baby. Good point there. I'm happy with that one. <laughs> I'm going to run out of questions. What the hell? Seth had a load of questions. All right. Um, uh, all right. Here's a two-part question. Well, sort of. Two-slash-four-part question. Edge has been stripped of the title twice. What years did this happen and what were the reasons? Oh, I remember one was because he used a spear when it was banned by Vicky Guerrero. That was on Ziggle Piggle Pudding Pants. 
<laughs> single pickle pudding pants. Uh, what year was that? I'm thinking that it was 2012 for that one. The second time, why was he stripped? Why was he stripped? I'm going to assume... It's, I don't know if I'm right. I'm going to assume it's because he relinquished the title when he retired. I think he just won the title off Alberto Del Rio and a couple of, I think, the either the Raw after the pay-per-view or I think it may have been even the SmackDown after he had to hand in the title. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, the year. Uh, I'm going to say... 2014. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, now your face is telling me a different tale, but I, I've, I've said it now, so I'll have to stick with it. I'm going to go 2014. Uh, I think it's when he re- had to retire. Um, it's probably not 2014, to be fair, but yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Dolph. Uh, he had to, uh, he got stripped because he used the spear on Ziggler. And I'm going to say 2012 for that. And then I'm going to say 2014 when he had to give up the title due to uh, injury. You've hit the ball and smashed it straight downfield. It's gone flying in the air coming straight towards the boundary and come just short and caught. Oh, and I bet it's the year. I've got a feeling it's the year that's the problem. So, one, when he relinquished the title, he wasn't actually stripped. So that one didn't count anyway then. (laughs) 2014 was WrestleMania 30. He retired the Raw after WrestleMania 28. He was... Stripped of the title for using the spear in 2011. Oh. So out of all four points, I got one. <laughs> so what was what was the second stripping then? He got stripped of the title due to injury back in 2007. Fair enough. I, that was definitely not on my radar. So, yep, yeah, I deserve that wicket there. It's what you get for going gung-ho. <laughs> All right. So, let's circle that. Which company is the feeder company for Impact Wrestling? Oh. Now, it's not Evolve because they're slowly becoming a feeder company for uh, NXT. Who is down that area? And for for some reason, I'm thinking beyond. I'm thinking beyond. Beyond? Beyond. 
I know I know LAX were there before they went to TNA, and then obviously they've now moved on to AEW. And I know Brian Cage was there quite a lot as well. So I'm going to go with Beyond. So if you turn around and look behind you, you'll be able to see the stumps gone flying. Rude. The former company, the former feeder company for WWE, is the current feeder company for Impact, known as where John Cena and Batista and Brock Lesnar all started. Ohio Valley Wrestling, OVW. Really? Yes. Is that the one? Is that the one Al Snow bought? Is Al Snow the? I think he's running it now. I believe so. Hmm. So it's, what's that? Is that four wickets down? One, two, three. I've got three wickets down. Oh, one, two. You got the Yoshi Tatsu question right. You got Jake Hager wrong. You got Adam Cole right, making you two for one. You got OVW making two for two and Edge wrong making it three for two. Well, two mm. two runs, three wickets. All right. September sixteenth, nineteen ninety nine, on SmackDown in Las Vegas, Nevada. Who won the WWF title? Jesus Christ. 1999 is is the very early days of SmackDown. Um, we're coming to the end of the Attitude Era, going into uh, like the beginnings. Man, you know we, we've still got WCW around at that time, so uh, hmm, I'm going to yeah, I'm going to say. I'm going to say The Undertaker. The Undertaker. I'm trying to think who the champion was that lost it that night. I don't know off the top of my head. But the correct answer. God damn it, it was Vincent Kennedy McMahon. (laughs) I knew you were going to throw something screwy in there. So now it's three for th- oh, uh, three for four now, isn't it? Or two for four? Two for four, I think. I've got three X's there circled. I've got four X's circled. I've got two tick circles. So, yeah, two runs for four wickets. Let's see if I can match my first innings total. All right. Do I even have ten questions left? All right, one, two... Three, four. All right, none on that page. Oh, yeah, five, six, seven, eight. I've got 11 questions left. So you Hopefully. need to you need to clean ball me and not let me build up a big a big big run score. Yes. You don't want me into double figures, let's just say that. Mm. All right. What was Daniel Bryan's 
first catchphrase? Hmm. I'm assuming this is WWE Daniel Bryan. Yes. Well, technically, yes. So NXT Daniel Bryan then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, pretty much. I I don't even think I can can hazard a guess. This is well before the 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 yes chant and then the no chant. Uh, I'm I'm struggling to give you an answer, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you clean bowl me there. So this happened on the very first episode of NXT. You can, which was part of Ditz's random react. He got in the ring to introduce himself within the first five minutes of that very first episode. And then he didn't do a good job. Miz came down to the ring and Miz is talking about how about you get a good catchphrase. And sarcastically, Daniel Bryan responds with, hmm, I wonder what I can come up with. Maybe I need something as cool as I'm awesome. And then he looks at Miz and says, as green as he was on the mic, he looks at Miz and says, if we were to ever get in the ring, you would have two options. Tap or snap? No, I would not have got that. I mean, as a massive MMA fan, I probably still would not have got that. <laughs> and I, I think he did end up getting a shirt with that on it when he transitioned to the main roster. Yeah. Uh, well, I wrote down a question without the answer, but at least I know that this one. What was the name of the song and the band of the first NXT theme? Ah, uh, again, I've not got the foggiest clue. Um. No, I have, I can't. Another one where you've literally just cleaned by me. I can't even hazard a guess. So the band was American Bang. The song was called Wild and Young. I vaguely remember the song. I would never have got the band in a, in a month of Sundays. I can hear the tune in my head going something along the lines of "Cause we are wild and young," something along that lines. All right, circle that cross. Who was David Otonga's pro in NXT? Oh, hmm. Let's. I mean, this again is another shot in the dark kind of thing. I'm going to go with Mark Henry. I'm trying to think if Mark Henry was ever a pro. I think he was in the later seasons, maybe. I just can't think of who his rookie was. But David Otunga's pro is currently holding the most title reigns ever for the 24-7 championship. It was our truth. Wow. Wow. Another one where I probably wouldn't have got around to our truth. 
So these yeah. wickets are falling like dominoes. Mm. In which month and year did Edge debut? Oh. Wow. So you're currently two for seven. I'm going to be two for eight, I think. Uh, uh, I think it was summertime, maybe. So I'm going to go with he debuted in 1998. And I think it was probably... I'm going to go with June. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Let me just go retrieve this ball from the grandstands because you have to smash <laughs> that out of the park. Wow. Wow. That was impressive. Whew. I needed that one as well. I was on a bad run of wickets falling. <laughs> All right, so that makes you four for seven. I am in deep, deep trouble. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, two. So, yeah, three for seven. I am in deep, deep trouble. Of all the WWE weddings, who did Goldust marry? Hmm. Now, he, he, he was already married to Melina. I know he had... He had... Luna Vachon as a, a valet... For a while. I did not realise he was married to Molina. <laughs> yeah, they're actually married in real life. Wow. Because uh, I know John Morrison was with Molina at one stage. No, Marlena. No, not the same one. Uh, Terry Runnels. Oh, yeah. Her character was called Marlena. Uh, I'm going to go with Luna Vachon for some reason. I'm just going to... That's the one what's sticking out to me. All right, so the answer I've got here of all the WWE weddings, Goldust married, and traditionally, as with WWE weddings, it gets ruined. Ted DiBiase Jr. was the one to ruin this, and then just to throw a curveball, his interference of the wedding to ruin it was ruined by his father, Ted DiBiase Sr. He married Oksana. On an I should have got that on an episode of NXT. Yeah, I should have got that. Oksana was a, a topic for for a quiz that I did with Luke and um, Paul. So, yeah, uh, disappointed with myself on that one, but you will be breathing a sigh of relief there. Only two more wickets to get. Yeah, and I'm running out of questions. <laughs> All right, here's one. In which town or city... Was Amy Jumas born? Oh. Hmm. Again, this is going to be a, a bit of a shot in the dark. Uh, Amy, Amy Jumas, Amy Jumas, 
aka wrestling personality, best friend of Trish Stratus, Lita. Yeah. Now, n- not wanting to sound like I'm making assumptions about about her, I'm thinking she's. They, she looks like there may be some Latino blood in her, we especially with the name of Dumas. That's kind of like Spanish slash Mexican. Um, so I'm thinking some of them, maybe the lower down states, the ones closer to the border. Uh, who? I'm, That's some interesting logic. It's probably way, way wrong. Uh I'm going to go with, for some reason, I can't get El Paso, Texas out of my head. So I'm going to go with El Paso, Texas. You were right when you said it was the lower states. Texas in general is wrong. She was born in Florida. Oh, well. In Fort Lauderdale. So the same where current superstar um, Sonia Deville is living. Yeah, I think uh, Adam Cole is quite close to Fort Lauderdale as well. Mm. Right. When NXT first invaded Raw in 2010, they interrupted a match between who? No clue whatsoever. I know they absolutely demolished the ring. <coughs> I just want to point out, you get this wrong, the listeners are going to scream at their listening devices at you. <laughs> that is how obvious the answer should be. Or how, not obvious, but how easy it should be. That, that means nothing to me. It was, <laughs> again, smack dab in the middle of the time when I was not a, a watcher of the WWE product. I'm going to go with Cena versus Angle. Final answer? Yeah, final answer. I've got no better answer than that, so... So, 2010... Angle was actually an impact. So it weren't. Yeah, rubbing it in. Brilliant. You were right with Cena, though. On the outside of the ring, there was Luke Gallows and Serena, his opponent. It was Punk. CM Punk. Yeah. It was Cena versus CM Punk in the main event of Raw when NXT invaded, and Daniel Bryan got the sack for choking was it Justin Roberts Josh? yeah Justin Roberts I keep mm-hmm. think I get him and Josh Matthews mixed up all the time alright so let's X this alright see one so you, two you can three breathe, you can breathe a sigh of relief that you you got enough questions seven eight nine ten I have my 10th wicket. And so that means my final score is nine. Two, three, one. 
I think I haven't circled. Wait, hold on. That's probably the one I haven't circled. Yeah, you got four right. You've got. Have you got that? You've got four right. Yeah, I've got nine for twenty at all. Yeah, I think that's the one I didn't circle. All right, so four for ten. All right, so Australia. Innings two. Yes. Right. You Let's need. You have a. You've got a target of seven for victory. You're currently on three runs, and you need seven to take the win, which would be the biggest fourth innings of wrestling Ashes history. <laughs> so let's go. The underdogs are coming back. Yeah, let's go with another last wicket standing question. We're going to go with last wicket standing two, which is about money in the bank. Ooh. Ooh. I'd like to say I've got a chance with this, but I don't know. Um, some of them, some of them, I'm confident that you'll probably get. Um, Pre-money in the bank pay-per-view, I'd probably struggle. Well, let's let's just see how well you do. Um, Question one. There are two wrestlers who are currently tied for the most amount of appearances in a money in the bank match. Who are these two wrestlers? Okay, I've got a few names coming to my head. One of them's RVD. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of them's Chris Jericho. I know one of them's Chris Jericho. The question is, who is the other one? I'm trying to work out if it's Kane or Randy Orton. All right, so I'm going to lock in. Chris Jericho and Orton. Oh, now Chris Jericho is actually tied with uh, in fifth place with five appearances. Um, the the oh. two the two people who have the joint record are Kofi Kingston. Oh, I didn't even think about Kofi. And Kane. Uh, I knew Kane was up there. With seven. Kane had to be somewhere up there. With seven each. John Cena had to be somewhere nearby. Mm -hmm. So that's your first wicket down. Question two. How many times has the briefcase been lost in a match before the Money in the Bank winner could cash the Money in the Bank in? How many times has it been lost before it could be cashed in? Yeah. Which means it wasn't someone that had the briefcase like Cena and then lost it after it was cashed in. So we had Ken Kennedy is one because he lost it to Edge in a match before he could cash it in. And then 
that was pre-money in the bank pay-per-view era hasn't had happened after the it became a pay-per-view and he lost it to edge because he got injured edge was the first winner CM Punk's had it twice. Edge has had it twice. But CM Punk's the only one to actually win the cave. I'm going to go with one. Correct. Correct. One. And it was, like you said, Mr. Kennedy lost his, uh, lost his money in the bank to Edge. So, good, good, good score there you've got on the board. Um, you're now a total of four for 11 wickets. Um, question three. How many people have cashed in their Money in the Bank briefcase on the same day that they won it? Oh. All right, so I'm assuming we're counting the women's matches as well. You assume correctly. All right, so we've got Bailey and we've got Kane. Kane was the first. We've got... Three, including Dean Ambrose. Okay, it's incorrect. I'm afraid you've uh, you've missed Alexa Bliss cashing in hers. Oh, I have two. <laughs> I sh- I should have taken the second. So that's two wickets down. Um, I shouldn't have got so cocky and confident. Well, that was your downfall, sir. That was your downfall. Um, uh, question four. So question Josh is going to shoot me for that. Yeah, he definitely will be. I'm sorry, um, Josh. <laughs> question four. Who has held on to their briefcase for the longest time before cashing in? Okay, I know who the male was and I know who the female was. I just can't think of who had it the longest. Because they both cashed it in on WrestleMania Monday, ironically enough. I believe the second reign was slightly longer. I'm just not confident on it. The first reign was Dolph Ziggler in one of the most iconic cash-ins ever. And if my gut is correct, it was beaten a couple of years ago when the Iconics debuted on SmackDown, attacking Charlotte, and Charlotte lost her title when it was cashed in by Carmella. So I'm going to go with Carmella. Carmella. And that look on your face says I'm right. Carmella is very, very correct. Um, <laughs> Two two hundred and eighty-seven days she held on to that to that Ooh. briefcase. Longer than what JBL had the championship. <laughs> yeah, by a week. <laughs> um, question five. Who has held on to their briefcase for the shortest amount of time before cashing in? Oh crap. So it's gotta be less than a day when they cashed it in on the same episode. So, with the answer before, we now know there's been four people, which is Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Kane, and 
Oh, crap. Who did I say? <laughs> Kane was, was obviously... It was literally two questions ago and you forgot it. Oh, and I literally said it myself. All right, so we had Dean Ambrose. All right, so Dean, Am- Dean Ambrose cashed it in quicker than what Kane did. Then there's Bailey won. won it. I'm just trying to think who had the shortest time. Is Dean Ambrose cash in the main event, but Bailey didn't? And I'm trying to think who had the shorter reign, Alexa Bliss or Bailey. I'm going to go with Bailey because it was about two, three matches apart. You're, you're incorrect. The, oh. the actual answer is Kane with 49 minutes. Dean Ambrose was second with 58 minutes. Uh, Bailey and um, Alexa Bliss both went over an hour before cashing in. Oh, I thought they... So that's a third wicket down. Um, going, into, going into the last ball of this over. Um, this one, I, I've got a feeling that you'll get this right. Um, which wrestler has been cashed in on the most amount of times. I'm, I'm really confident and I'm trying not to let my confidence become cockiness. I'm trying to think about it just in case I am wrong. But I've got one name sticking in my head and I can't see another name. Then again, I suppose I really can't see the answer because the answer is John Cena, and Josh is going to kill me for that pond. Correct. The answer is John Cena has been cashed in three times uh, by Edge, by RBD, and by Damien Sandow. So you have gone three for three. The the dream is still alive. Well, do we count Damien Sandow as a cash-in because he never lost it? He's still cashed in the, the briefcase, though. That is true. So next, we are going to go with a new topic. We are going to go with 2020. And this is a topic about wrestlers who are in their 20s. And this over is about Alexa Bliss. Oh, crap. Oh, uh, crap. <laughs> So, question one. How old is Alexa Bliss? Oh, crap. Josh! Where's Josh when I need him? Josh is a massive wrestling women's fan. He would know this. Oh, crap. She's definitely younger than me. Because I'm in my 20s, but I'm at the back end of it. I know she's young. It's question is, is she pre-25 or post-25? No, she's definitely pre-25. It's just how young do I want to go? Currently, Alexa Bliss. Do I do a cover drive, a straight drive, or a hook drive? Let's go straight down the middle and Smack bang in the middle. Let's go 23. Way, way wrong. She was uh, born on the 9th of August, 1991, which makes her 28. 
Oh my god, she's the same age as me. Oh my god, I'm slightly so, older than it. I got so that part. <laughs> that's four wickets down. Question two. How tall is Alexa Bliss? Okay, so she's the five foot wonder or five feet of fury. But she's not five feet exactly. She's five foot. Okay, if I'm six foot one and she's a hell of a lot shorter than me, she'd have to be below five foot five. I'm going to go five foot one. Correct. Very, very good. She's five foot one. Four for four so far. You're doing really, really well in this. Uh, you're really pulling out the bag in this second innings. Um, question three. Alexa Bliss made her in-ring NXT debut on May the 8th, 2014. And it was in the tournament for the vacant NXT women's title. Who did she beat in the first round of that tournament? So I've learned from history not to jump in when I think I know the answer. <laughs> but I don't want to take my time with this because this is an era that I've watched thoroughly. And I remember watching this, not live, but I'd watch it as it happened. And I'm going to say this with absolute confidence and say it was Charlotte. You, your confidence is definitely, definitely misplaced because in the first round she beat Alicia Fox. Uh, that's right. She was on a winning streak, and it was Charlotte that broke it. Yeah, correct. Oh. So, question four: uh, You're now five wickets down with four runs, uh, needing a total of seven. Um, question four. How many title reigns has Alexa Bliss had so far in the WWE? All right, so how many title reigns has she had in WWE? She won the title off Becky Lynch. She beat Becky Lynch for the smack. Are we counting NXT as part of WWE? Do you believe that she won any titles in NXT? No, I don't. So what do you think the answer is then? Her first title, I'm confident she beat Becky Lynch for. And that was in a tables match. She powerbombed Lynch through a table, so that's one. Naomi won the title off Bliss, then had at Elimination Chamber. She had to relinquish it the night after, so Bliss then won it again by the vacant title by beating Lynch, so that's two. And that's the only time she's held the SmackDown Championship. She cashed in the money in the bank to beat Nia Jax, so that's three. She won the title off Bailey, which is four. She lost that to Sasha Banks at a pay-per-view and then beat Sasha Banks the night after to make it five. So I'm going to stick it my answer and say it five that was some amazing working out i'm really really impressed with that but you forgot the fact that she's held the title the tag titles with nikki cross 
So it makes oh. her it makes her a six time champion. I didn't think about the tag titles. That's how irrelevant the tag titles become <laughs> in the women's division. You are now six for four. Oh, it's getting close. It's getting close. Question five. In the 2018 Mixed Match Challenge, Alexa was part of Team Little Big with Braun Strowman, and they made it to the semi-finals of the challenge. But who defeated them in that semi-final match? Team Oscar. Miz and Cor- Oscar. Correct. That's five runs. Which now means I've got four left to go. Wait, hold on. No, you need two more. Oh, shit, I do too. So, question six. Alexa is a three times Raw Women's Champion. How long was the gap between her first reign and her second reign? All right, so her first reign, she beat Bailey four. She lost it to Sasha Banks at a pay-per-view, which I believe... I can't remember what the pay-per-view was called. She won it the night after because Sasha Banks couldn't defend the title. Successfully, at least. So I'm going to go with the day. Oh, the answer is actually eight days. She lost it on August the 20th. And she won it back on August the 28th of 2017. So that's your seventh wicket down. Uh, Going into another topic now. And we're going to go back to hit for six. Uh, And I'm going to go for hit for six two, which is the six-time Intercontinental Champion, Jeff Jarrett. Oh. Bloody hell. <laughs> so, Jeff Jarrett has had multiple runs in WWE and WCW. Uh, in his second run in WCW, which he started in 1999, what nickname did Jeff Jarrett give himself? In WCW. Oh, the one thing I haven't watched, I've watched bits of it here and there, but it was all NWO filled. I just sort of gave up on WCW. Jeff Jarrett, that's the one thing I don't remember from him being in WCW. He's Double J? That's incorrect. That was his uh, nickname in the WWF. It was the chosen one, Jeff Jarrett. So that is wicket number eight down. Question two. How many times was Jeff Jarrett the WCW World Heavyweight Champion? In WCW. I'm trying to think if he was. I don't remember him being, but knowing Jeff Jarrett, if he had any form of creative control, he would have given the title to himself like he did in TNA. Because I know he was TNA, NWA TNA champion. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if he was WCW champion. It's either going to be a trick question or be zero, or it's going to be something small because he 
He wasn't Hulk Hogan. I'm going to go with one. One is incorrect. Um, it was definitely not a trick question. If if you, I don't don't know if you remember, but there was a very famous match where he faced Hulk Hogan, and Vince Russo asked him to just lie down in the middle of the ring so Hogan could could get the easy victory. Um, it was actually WCW World Heavyweight Champion and four times throughout his career. Wow. Yep. So you are now one wicket left and needing two runs. One to draw, two to win. Correct. Oh, we're down to the wire. So this was a lot closer than what I thought it would be. Yeah, definitely. I thought you'd absolutely run away with it, especially when you asked the first like three or four questions and I got zero points. I thought this is going to be a whitewash, but it's been quite competitive. Um, yeah, quest- well, I was expecting a lot of NJPW questions. Like, yeah, no, I'm screwed. <laughs> Question three. Jeff Jarrett is recognised in the WWE as a Eurocontinental champion, which means he held the European and the Intercontinental title at the same time. There has been a total of four wrestlers who have who have been recognised as a Eurocontinental champion. Name two of the other three. RVD's one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was Jeff Hardy. Don't think it was William Regal. Was it Triple H? Is that your answer? RVD and... I don't think it was Triple H. It was definitely RVD. Just trying to think of European champions now. Was it RVD? It was definitely RVD because he, when they merged the titles, he won both titles in a ladder match against Jeff Hardy. I think, or was it the other way around? Oh, crap. Now I'm second guessing RVD. I remember the match, bet- ladder match between Hardy and RVD. I'm 90% sure RVD won. So I'm going to lock in RVD. And the second one was wasn't like it wasn't Jeff Hardy. I can't think of the second one, so I'm going to say Triple H. Triple H and RVD are your answers. And with that, England take the first test. You are bowled out for five runs uh, for a total of eight for 20. The correct answer was, obviously, we mentioned... um, Jeff Jarrett and RVD, you were correct. That was me trying to throw a little bit of a, a little bit of doubt in your mind, but it didn't work. The other two, one of them is D'Lo Brown, 
he was the first person to be the Euro Continental Champion. And the second one, I'm actually surprised you didn't get because it was actually a big, big storyline. It was Kurt Angle, and he lost both his titles in the same match, in a triple threat match against uh, Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho. I don't remember that. I'm going to have to go look that up. Oh, look at him coming with it again. You've already used your challenge. No, I didn't. I'll have to go watch the match on um, the network. I think it was on a WrestleMania. Let me just uh, pull it up. But uh, Angle, Angle versus Jericho versus Benoit. Uh, it was a classic match. Uh, ben, I think Benoit ended up taking the RC title, and Jericho ended up taking the uh, the European. I actually want to go watch that match now because Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, and Jericho in a triple threat match sounds amazing. Yeah, it was a. Uh, WrestleMania 16. Oh, I'm going to have to go watch that now. Well, I know what I'm doing when I get home from work tomorrow. Yep, it's first of all, be consoling yourself because you have lost the first test. Um, England take the victory at the the MCG uh, and will take it to to home advantage in in the second test. So, unlucky there. Where is the second test being played? Old Trafford or Lords? We're going with Headingley first. Ooh, interesting. Actually, interesting fact which I discovered tonight. There are two Old Traffords. Because I was looking at cricket grounds in England and I found Old Trafford. I'm like, hold on a minute. Isn't that the soccer ground? Then I looked it up. I'm like, why are they playing cricket at soccer ground? Then I looked it up. I'm like, no, it's a cricket ground. Then I looked up. Hold on, isn't that the home ground of Manchester United? I looked it up and like, why did England have two stadiums named Old Trafford? I think it's the the Old Trafford is actually the, the name of the complex. Uh, they're they're in the same kind of area. It's just that the the cricket pitch is kind of like attached to the same sports complex as as, as the football stadium. Yeah, which makes sense. I actually thought that was really interesting. All right, so we're going yeah. to Headingley. We are going so to Headingley. This could be interesting. Hopefully, we have some teammates to help us out. Absolutely. And I'm going to, have to do a lot more research for more questions because <laughs> of my, I had one, two questions, three, four questions left on that page. I burnt through all the questions on that page. So of the 33 questions down, I have 32 with answers. And I haven't used three. Obviously, question number one I never used because I don't know what the answer to it was. (laughs) I think there is a way of working it out, but it's going to take a lot of research to double-check it. I'm going to do my research and hopefully I can use that next time because I can guarantee you won't get that one. But Headingley, we head over there. We'll hopefully have our teammates with us. What a yeah. fantastic match that was. It was. Nail-biting. Yeah, it was a nail-biter. I almost thought I had it by the look on your face and you just dropped that bomb. <laughs> no, you that actually was... looked worried on that last question that I was going to tie. 
the the rest of the teams are going to kick this out that they've, they've missed that chance because that was that was a brilliant episode. Um, I actually used up six topics and I've got a total of twenty six. So I'm I'm <laughs> still got quite a lot of questions to go. Uh, but yeah, that was absolutely fun, and I'm I'm actually impressed with myself that I took on the the victory. So we go into the second test with a one nil lead. Yeah. Well, you've heard it here. England have won the first test in the Wrestling Ashes. Darren has brought it home. Hopefully, Megs, I can get the second one. That's well played, well played. Yeah, that was a great competition. It's been a great episode of Wrestling Reverb. To find out who wins the next match in the series, you need to Listen to Mags on an episode of Badlands. Correct. We will let you know when, at a later date, when that is coming out. Because obviously, I don't have enough questions. Oh, <laughs> uh, because Seth was reading me some of his questions tonight, and I'm just like, to try and test it out on me, and I'm just like, nope. Nope, I have no idea. <laughs> so hopefully Seth is around for the next one. We'll have to um, work out the time zones. But yes, you will hear us next on Badlands. So stay tuned for when that comes out. Have fun, everyone, and we will see you then. Stay safe and enjoy your week. Stay tuned for Badlands, Future Wrestling episodes of Mining for Mayhem and keep up to date with it because it's can't miss. Definitely. Let, let, it, let us know if you know the answers to it because I'm actually interested to see how many answers we got wrong that you guys knew the answers to without actually looking it up because that was the one thing I was impressed that we were able to do was sit here. Actually, that's probably the beauty of having the video feed on is we could tell if you cheated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I didn't. Neither one of us thought of beforehand. But it just sort of worked, no. worked yeah. out. Because I mean, without the video feed, we could have sort of gone across the screen like I'm, that. But I mean, if I do that, my video freezes, and you know, I'm on a different screen looking it off. I mean, I it was always going to the first the first episode was always going to be like a tester episode when we uh, ironed out the kinks. I think it went pretty well really to say we had so much trouble with with getting the teams together and then obviously uh it's been the first so we didn't know how it was going to go i think that went really really well i'm i'm impressed with how well we did yeah so I yeah guys keep totally yeah guys keep uh keep your ears to the ground for episode two which will be uh on badlands very very soon uh I'm going to go off now and celebrate with a bit of the bubbly. <laughs> I'm sure Josh is kicking himself here on that. Uh, I'm, yeah. All right. So, yeah, stay tuned for Badlands. It's a can't miss. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time.